Right. Welcome back, everyone, to the CrossFit Bath podcast. So last week we had very exciting news and we were talking about the, the opening of the new gym and, and the new facility that we've got. Uh, and I thought to myself, well, how could we possibly follow up such an exciting episode? And why not? Let's go back to the local legends series that I'm trying to get going. Uh, and when I put out a call in the past for uh, who would you like to see on the podcast, a name that appeared more than once was our guest today. Uh, and that is our good friend, Emma Mallon. Emma, how are you? Very well. A bit hungover, as you might know. Um, never do CrossFit after a night out. It's not good. But I'm here. That's the main thing. What I like is you're already creating this reputation for yourself, for people that don't know you, that knowing you is not true. <laughs> so <it's... laughs> I don't drink. I never drink. I haven't drunk. In fact, the last time I was drunk was with Helen, another CrossFit girl. So it's, uh, yeah... So, mm, yeah, very few and far between, and I regret it. <laughs> so it seems like the CrossFitters are a bad influence. That's interesting. Good to know. Now, Emma, before we jump into your history of, of sport and CrossFit in general and, and wherever this journey may take us, you know how important it is that we warm up. Arguably more important that you warm up with a hangover. I'm not sure. I've not, I've not done the research, but we'll, we'll try it out anyway. So I've got a couple of warm-up questions for you. Nice and easy ones as you're a first-time guest. So I always like to ask our first-time guests, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Neither. But I do like smooth peanut butter in a smoothie, but I would never eat it on its own. Yeah. Do, do you give the dogs peanut butter? No. No. Because, okay. no, no, because I don't like the smell of it. It's the smell that puts you off. Wow, that's... Well, and the look of it, it looks like dog food, don't you think? Oh my God, don't, don't keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're starting well. This is great. Okay. Oh. All right. So Neva, we, you know, we've had Neva before. That's fine. It's not a problem. Another question for you then. This is a very specific question for you because when I arrived uh, for the 1030 class, I want to say on Wednesday, uh, I watched you, you know, roar out of the, the car park on your bike. Uh, and so my question to you is, do you have a dream like destination that you would love to ride through or on with your motorbike? Oh, would like to do Route 66. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's, so a that's, a, that's a classic and it's something we've always wanted to do. Um, or cruising. Oh, what's it called? Big Sur on the sort of California down the coastal road again it's all America isn't it but I was gonna say I was noticing a thing yeah yeah well it's because I'm old now so I used to ride an R6 an out and out race bike um but everything hurts so much your neck because you're like scrunched up so now as I've got older it's um it's a more refined way to travel on a Harley a refined way to travel <laughs> I like it <laughs> So this is a new question I'm going to start throwing in for when we have oh God. Uh, this. No, no, it's nice and easy. Don't panic. Okay. It's for um, it's for us. As I said, I'm I'm setting up. We've had we've already had a few members on representing the 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 different boxes, Bath and the and the bridge. But it's something I want to do a lot more of in the future. So a question I'm going to ask when I get members on is, what member would you most like to see come on the CrossFit Bath podcast? Ooh. Oh, 
Lucy McDonald. Lucy McDonald. Okay, I love so the she's answer. A, she's going to hate she's the an answer. Influence. She will hate it, but she's a big influence um, amongst the ladies of the group. So she's kind of the, the ringleader, I think. So I think you should get her on, definitely. Is she the ringleader? She is a definite ringleader. And we That's all follow like little lambs to the slaughter. <laughs> See, we're learning a lot already. When I asked you to come on, you're like, I don't know if I've got anything to say, but look how much we are learning, Emma. <laughs> this is incredible. These are insights, particularly when that 9.30 class was ladies only. We never would have had these insights. Now, oh, oh now it's all coming out. This is wonderful. So my final question that I ask all first-time guests is, when we eventually make the CrossFit Bath movie, who would you choose to play you? I thought about this and we were having discussions at Friday Coffee today about this very question. And the girls decided that it would be Sam Fox. And I don't know that, um, yeah, I've got the figure of her, but maybe I'd take that. But if I had to choose, uh, I always love to film G.I. Jane with Demi Moore. And so it would always be Demi Moore. And that is actually a great answer. And I love it. I always, oh, my favorite film of all time. Watch it over and over again. Love it. Yeah. I, I always say this. I don't, I always say like, I don't really think about it, but I always try to kind of just have a, an idea because mm. quite often we have 10 minutes of silence after this question. And, and I like to feel like maybe I can offer some suggestions, uh, but I never give it too much thought. And, and I always struggle because I'm always like, I don't, I don't really know. Some are obvious, but quite often I'm like, I don't know. Demi Moore is a really good shout. I like that. She's got it all. I, I really like Maybe a lot of people won't know who she is because it's kind of, the film's like 1990s, isn't it? So, yeah, they'll have to look it up. It's a great film. Everyone should watch it. Everyone should watch it. It's, it's, it's got a training montage in it, hasn't it? It's got, you, you know, you yeah. got, oh, there you yeah. go. That'll be uh, playing in the, the background next time there's a ladies' class. <laughs> yeah, do you think? <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. I also really love the fact that at, the coffee this was the discussion that of is of course that, yeah. that, that makes me very happy thank you emma i appreciate that right well i'm feeling sufficiently warm and i feel it's time that we tackle the big questions Ooh. don't panic i suppose the obvious first question uh, and then we'll probably backtrack from there but first we'd like to know you know how did you first find crossfit when and why did you start i suppose Ooh. um I have known about CrossFit for years and years and years. There was a guy called Dan who used to go to Genesis Gym, oh God, late 1990s, 2000s, and he said about CrossFit, and at the time I was just starting to use a training bar, and he said, you should come along, you should come along. But at the time, I'd sort of got into running, so I was really into that, um, and it was just on the back burner. Um, but as time went on, I actually managed to snap both my cruciate ligaments, one in 2011, one in 2012, doing taekwondo. Great sport. Don't take it up. It buggers your knees. Um, <laughs> and for rehab, I started using a barbell, which got me into the whole kind of barbell thing. Um, and then I changed gyms. Um, and that's when I really thought, actually, I love using the barbell. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really know what kind of made me finally go because it was 2000, 
2017, summer of 2017, and I just thought, right, now's the right time. I've done a bit of, um, I did, <laughs> competed uh, in the powerlifting championships um, on the side, I suppose, as it were, uh, because I like weightlifting, and I found I was quite good at it, because I'm so short, I haven't got far to lift the bar and whatever. So um, I did the regionals, uh, won that, and then um, took part in the Europeans, uh, which happened to be in Stoke-on-Trent, which was like, well, that's not very far away. Um, so I went and won that as well. <laughs> but it was so much training. And I just thought, crikey, I can't just do weightlifting all the time because it was six days a week, all repetitive stuff. Um, and I just wanted to do something different. And then I thought, you know, and I sort of heard about CrossFit, I'd seen it. I thought, right, I'll just go rock up. Um, and I saw Ollie and I said, look, you know, I'm back off doing all this weightlifting. I want to just do different things. And, um, yeah, I did a, a, like an intro. I didn't do the intro sessions. I just did a one on one with him. Um, and I just literally bowled straight in and absolutely loved it. Terrible at some of the stuff, but loved the, uh, loved the weightlifting side. <laughs> I, I'll bet. I mean, there's so much to unpack there. Um, there were so many casual drops of other stuff you did that that would be an episode in itself, which I, I love. That's great. Um, and you're another one in the club of I turned up and I met Ollie, and then did a one on one with Ollie and started. That that is a trend yeah. that has come up more often on this podcast than I could imagine. Um, and I am as guilty as you are of of continuing that trend. So, you know, I, I understand completely the uh, the power he has <laughs> to convince us to start doing this crazy thing. Um, you mentioned the barbell, loving the barbell. Mm. That's, um, you know, we all talk kind of during lockdown that we missed the barbell, right? And we got back in. And as much as I liked using a barbell, I I didn't really feel that like it was just nice not to it was kind of almost like oh it's, yeah it's just nice not to use a dumbbell but i i wasn't really loving the barbell and i think that's because all we'd done were thrusters and like push press that i don't particularly love and then today we did those uh, hang power snatches mm. and i just remembered how much i love using a barbell and i was just like oh these yeah. are brilliant i love this so i am fully on board with with what you're saying there so you've You've mentioned a few things that you did. So I'm assuming you had already quite a sort of sporty background before doing CrossFit. Um, I guess, how did that, is that something like from childhood? Yeah. You always were? Always, always loved sport. Um, I suppose my main sport was hockey. Uh, I played for Premier League hockey. Um, and then... I gave it up because I just got so bored of the traveling because the matches were so far away week in, week out. So then I stopped. Um, and then I just joined, uh, what was Genesis gym originally. And, um, as it opened and I met Rachel King there and, um, she was on the treadmill plodding away and I was on the treadmill next to her and we kind of got chatting. Um, and that's been the start of a beautiful friendship really. And I've been friends with her since, oh, crikey, 19, 97 ish um so we just decided to like do the odd race so we started i think my first half marathon was like 1999 but we would do off-road runs every sunday racing like 10 mile runs um i did one london marathon never again absolute hell on earth um 
but I've done that, completed it. Um, and then we're just looking for something different. I've dabbled with um, mountain biking. I was third in the UK for downhill mountain biking for a while. Um, I'll just drop that in. That sounds awful, doesn't it? God. Um, yeah, so I kind of dabble with different sports, really. Um, Microlight pilot, got a Microlight pilot license, um, did a bit of hang gliding. Um, we just go through, like, our phase, we just have to do stuff. Um, I so mean, I you, think, say, you say we, Emma, you say we yeah. have to, it's well, very much you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of, yeah, it kind of is. So I just think you always have to have something um, that you're trying to get better at. So I sort of did the hockey. I did the running. When I did my cruciate ligaments, that made a big difference. And I can't run because I've got no cartilage in one knee. Um, so that's my excuse. And it is a good excuse. That's a great excuse. Um, yeah. But saying that, actually, funny enough, I've gone back to hockey the last few years. Um, and Captain Keachum seconds. Um, but really, CrossFit is the, is the thing that kind of, I don't know. What's it? It's been a few years now and it's, there's so much to learn and there's so much to, that you can continue to learn and that I want to get better at. And that's what keeps me going. And it's, yeah, and the people are great, aren't they? Wow, you know, it's, it's my hour of the day that I get out of the house and it's like, wow, this is amazing. So even with a hangover, I would crawl to CrossFit. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So sorry to interrupt the podcast, but Emma, as wonderful as her stories have been so far, she forgot to include one of the most important stories of her life. She felt so bad about it that she sent me a message and I'm here now to edit it into the podcast. So I'm going to hand over to Emma in a second, hear the story. I think it's a great story and I think we should all judge her on the fact that she forgot to include this in the original conversation. So over to you, Emma. Always been really into sports, even from a really young age. I was playing club hockey at 14. When I went to Bath College, I was still playing hockey, um, but I heard about a new ladies rugby team that was being set up. So the training sessions were at Victoria Park, so I went along to a few of them and we learned the basic skills of how to play rugby. And uh, I basically became the first Bath ladies scrum half. I always remember our first game was at Chipping Sobbury and I scored one of the first tries under the posts. After playing from Victoria Park, we were picked up by Avon Rugby Club, who let us use their ground for training and for matches. And they set up a charity game, and that, it was Boys Against Girls. And that actually is where I met my husband, Paul, and we've been together for 32 years, married 32 years so far, so pretty good. Um, unfortunately, after a couple of seasons playing rugby, I got a few injuries, I broke my nose, broke a few fingers, at the time I was working as a secretary, so it didn't go down too well. So I decided to uh, bite the bullet and go back to hockey from there. Now I'm noticing a few trends uh, and I'm just mm. going to pick them out just, just in case any of our listeners haven't picked up on the same exact trends that I have. But one is you clearly get bored very quickly because you've mentioned now a couple of things that you did. You excel at that. You just kind of yeah. got bored of like weightlifting. It was always the same hockey. Oh, it's a long drive. So you're very good at whatever you do, but you get bored quickly. Yeah. But also yeah. it seems that whatever you decide you want to do, you're incredibly good at, which as somebody who is mediocre at best at almost everything I do, that's frustrating. So <laughs> but I think you're absolutely right about the CrossFit side of things because I, I'm, you know, I'm someone who's, 
on and off gone to gyms my whole life just and mm. if i stayed at the same gym for a year and really went not still had the membership but was actually going like that was impressive and i yeah. and i think it's that kind of getting bored thing of just doing the same thing again and again and i really love the whole nature of crossfit that it is always different like occasionally you'll repeat a workout and it's a good chance to kind of see where you are but just the fact that you go in you never know what's going to be on the board and it's it's just always a little bit different and you don't get bored and as you said there's always something to learn to get better at to improve Um, so clearly that's worked for you because you haven't yet got bored and walked away Uh, we're waiting for the day (laughs) it's not happened (laughs) I don't think it's going to happen unfortunately because I've been looking and now with the, the CrossFit Games, they've got those master categories that go like into their 70s. And I'm thinking, my God, I could make a champion at 70 or 80. It'd be amazing. Well, have you seen the um, the post Emma put up recently about the, the British Masters yes. Championship? Yes, yes. So I'm kind of tempted. I've got a bit of a dodgy shoulder. But um, yeah, I might give that one a whirl, actually. I might. Yeah, I reckon. You're welcome, Emma, for the free publicity that I'm throwing out here. That's, <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone's talking about it. Yeah, well, I, I've actually was speaking with Kate uh, after the 10:30 class today, and she was also she's she's done it. She's won it mm. in the past, I believe. So she's some, oh, wow. or or one of the categories, I suppose. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure which one. Sorry, Kate. She actually listens to this podcast. So I have to be careful what I say. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I think I mean that that is another great thing about. CrossFit as well is that you've got if you are someone because I've said often on the podcast I'm not really competitive um, in within pretty much within 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 anything um, and this probably for you someone who has done a lot of competitive sports and even your friends you decide we're not just going to run we're going to race <laughs> so yeah. c- clearly again another little thing I've picked out is there's a slight competitive streak oh, terrible within you terrible. Emma terrible yeah even in like the crossfit classes now and i sort of look around and think oh if it's a weightlifting thing i'm thinking oh i've got a chance here and uh yeah especially like deadlift and stuff i can just like yeah that's my thing or push press or yeah i like to um keep up with the 20 year olds (laughs) if i can i mean it's it's again just highlighting how polar opposite we are (laughs) Because I'm, I'm deliberately not looking what anyone else is doing <laughs> because I just don't want that last on Tuesday when there was the battle of the boxes thing that wound me up so much because I saw the score that Jake and the bridge had put up oh, and I did not want to even attempt to push anywhere near that hard to try and catch him um, because I knew I would fail anyway. And uh, yeah, and fail I did. <laughs> so but, I was quite sorry you on were... that on the um on that battle of the boxes so i totted up the scores and and put it on the the wad the app thing and i was like oh my god i'm first but then i realized i counted every single rep of everything and not just the burpees and i was like oh my god what are people gonna think that i've just put all these reps on there and of course the girls are going leave it on leave it on i was like no no i'll take it back off yeah, I bet that was, was Lucy telling you to leave it, it on, was wasn't it? There we go. <laughs> She's a bad influence. <laughs> oh, I'm. I mean, we invited you on 
to learn more about you, Emma. And I feel that yeah. Lucy's is the reputation that has Absolutely. been tarnished yeah. the most. So Absolutely, yeah. But but going back to the competitive nature, competitive nature. I mean, well, there's also there's always this discussion, isn't there, between like the sport of CrossFit and CrossFit for health. But if you are someone that enjoys the competitive nature and the competitive side of CrossFit, there seems to just be more and more opportunities for you to kind of throw down and do something. Whether that's as local as you know the Bridge versus Buff, or mm things like the Masters Championships or all the different uh, little events that are popping up all over. And then who knows, mate, as you said, you've you've got time, you know, start training now for the 70 plus category and and you'll be ready, right? That's that's the way to do it. Definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's my idea. You can't steal it. But you'll be a man, so you're exactly. Part. We'll be in different divisions. It's fine. Yeah, cool. I'll let you off. Yeah, Thank we'll be you. in it together. I appreciate that. <laughs> so you, you've done a lot of sport leading up to this, uh, and now you're you're you know you're doing CrossFit, but you mentioned that you're still playing hockey. Yeah. So I I guess a a, a question because obviously I suppose I suppose there was a big break right between when you were. Hmm, how do I say this? <laughs> when you were at your peak in hockey yeah, before I, you When I had kids, I all I yeah, I had a few years off, completely off. And then I would just try and I'd go to the gym five times a week, but literally in and out and not do anything else. Um and that's why I did running, because obviously when you've got young children, you can, you know, just pick your moment and go. So I could never commit to organized sports. What amazes me about the fact that you did running is that running is incredibly boring. And for no. somebody that seems to give up everything because it's too boring uh, running. Uh, yeah, but there's running and there's running. I don't mean like boring road running. We used just to go like over the fields and yeah, we used to have an absolute ball and just, yeah, brilliant, brilliant times and do all these stupid races with like, I don't know, the Conkwell killer, um oh gosh the marshfield mudlark uh oh every every weekend was a different race with a a river to cross we went to one at east north castle and um you had to go through the lake but for me it was so deep i had to swim it which was like oh just amazing amazing so yeah it was good fun really good fun i miss i miss doing that really but i oh, couldn't do it now no. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never really been a runner, I think, because mm. of kind of the nature of running. And, and, and I am also a runner now who, when I run, I listen to a podcast because yeah. that's, you know, I, I'm, and actually, if, if anything, running is an excuse for me to go and listen to a podcast in peace, peace <laughs> quiet. More, yeah. Than, yeah. more than it is a, a form of exercise. But I, I, I started running a lot more in lockdown, as I think everyone did um but yeah I, I, it just amazes me because with somebody who's so kind of co- competitive and uh, and saying they get bored the idea of running seemed cr- crazy but now you've clearly highlighted that that competitive push yourself nature bled over even into something like running <laughs> so that just yeah 
the, the picture you are painting for anyone that doesn't know you is absolutely spot on. <laughs> That's what I like about this. But, but what I wondered about is obviously, you know, when you were playing rugby in the first place and you were, um, you know, you, you've mentioned quite a few injuries that you've had and, and, you know, obviously the toll that that's taken on you physically. So I imagine at that time you were you're going to say like kind of peak hockey fitness. There we go. Mm. We'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now you've come back, come back to hockey uh, with all those injuries that you've picked up, not just playing hockey, mm. but doing other things. Yeah. But you've also started doing CrossFit in between. Mm-hmm. And I just wondered, have you noticed like a difference that doing CrossFit has like, imagine if we had a time machine and we could go back and you could have started doing CrossFit before playing hockey in the first place. Do you think that would have made kind of a big difference in your ability back then? Yeah, I would have been an absolute machine back then if I'd have known. Um, because now I've got strength, um, but obviously I'm much slower. So it's weird because I still play center forward, um, but I'm a bit of a goal hanger. So I always play really high. I let all the really young kids do all the dibbly stuff with the ball, crack it up to me, and I'll just do the last 25 yards, shoot and score. Um, but if people come and tackle, whereas before you used to get like clattered, now I kind of dip my head and just run through people. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I play hard and it's, it's an advantage to do that because once you run through a few people, they tend not to um, want to tackle you again. I don't know why. So yeah, they'll um, just yeah. leave you over there by the goal. Like, don't worry, leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it would have been handy back then. Um, but even now, I think going back to play hockey, it's been good doing the CrossFit because I've got uh, – not so much speed, but the stamina, even though I don't do an awful lot of running, it, it automatically crosses back over. Um, and funny enough, I've been taking the, I used to take all of the warm-ups before the match because people used to do like just static stretches and was a bit kind of boring, really. So I would get them doing all fancy things and stuff. And um, yeah, I just think it was, it, yeah, it's, it's been good because I would never have done that if I hadn't done CrossFit. Um, sort of take charge and, and tell everyone what to do. But then a lot of that was because I did the, um, I did my level one CrossFit course yes. for my 50th birthday. My husband said, what do you want for your 50th birthday? I said, I'd really like to do the instructor's course. So, um, yeah, and I passed. I don't know how. It was uh, really what did he say when you said that? <laughs> what? But I wanted it for my birthday. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Because yeah. normally it's a, a chainsaw or a, a new axe or a, a wheelbarrow uh yeah so I think this was a kind of an easy option <laughs> for him maybe oh uh, maybe no you're right I, I remember now that you I don't want to say I'd forgotten mm. I mean it, I, I I hadn't actively forgotten but I do remember when you were doing it and I remember when you were coming in um to kind of help with the yeah uh, intro class a couple of times yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know uh, so yeah well done so how did you f- how yeah. do you find then because the L1 is something that it's kind of one of those things where in an ideal world everyone would do it even if they have yeah. no intention of coaching because it is just teaching you the fundamentals and and that's what it's mm-hmm. often been pitched at um but obviously it has a, a you know a, a fairly hefty price tag for somebody who says well I have no intention 
of doing anything yeah, with of this. using it yeah yeah um, how how do you feel then you you benefited from doing that just out of curiosity yeah i mean i thought like so the air squat i mean we spent oh, two or three hours on the air squat just the air squat and i thought my air squat was pretty sorted and they literally picked it to pieces and they it was just amazing but when you finish that two days you do have a much greater understanding of the tiny minutiae of how everything has to look and what it should feel like and you know and you're you don't even use a barbell you're using a piece of plastic pipe instead of when you're doing the you know front squats or back squats whatever and um it was so so difficult i ate like i'd never ate before um really when you then go back and do classes okay you know hips go back and down da, 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 da. and it, it yeah it, it was great it was great but that's not to say that you could I don't think you could do your level one and then just become an instructor um that takes wow it, it hats off to the instructors it takes years and years of practice to 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 get it how they just teach us and make it look so easy and um, I just know how difficult it really really is but I can kind of glance around the classes and I'm Sort of looking at people and going, oh yeah, yeah, do this, do that, and yeah, it's. I find it really good because I, I'm just interested in how it all works. And for me, it was an achievement just to do it and to pass. Um, yeah, loved it, absolutely loved it. And I mean, it's super convenient now that we can only do open gym and there's no coaching, right? So very <laughs> yeah. convenient that you've got your L1 <laughs> and you can coach yourself. <laughs> yeah. What, what I also love is the idea now that I'm. You know, so I, I think you train at, at nine thirty traditionally. So I, mm. I see you quite often at ten thirty when I'm coming in and you're going out. Um, I, I, I think once or twice maybe I've made it to a nine thirty class. So potentially we have trained together. And back in the day, weightlifting Wednesdays when that was a, yeah. a weightlifting class in the love evening. That. I know we've, oh. we've worked, we've done yeah. that then. But what I love now is that I can picture you in a class, looking around constantly. And I know that you are looking to see if there's any 20 year olds that are trying to out deadlift you yeah. or you're just checking everybody else's form just to just to see that yours is better. So that is interesting. Just, and I hope everyone yeah. realizes that now. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> um, I had a question about the warm ups for you as well that you run, because mm-hmm. I would like to know if you've ever done the classic Ollie Mansbridge warm up of making everyone just run around and then you shout out a body part. Oh God, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. But but when I do it at the hockey, they all look at me and say, it's like shoulder, what shoulder? You want me to put my shoulder on the ground? And it's like, yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. They don't get it. <laughs> it's, oh, I mean, I think Ollie will be happy to know that he has had such a bad influence on you. <laughs> yeah. I'm brutal. I am really brutal. But I tell you what, they're really warmed up before we go out and play. And do you think that's something that you're just, again, because of the L1 and because of doing CrossFit, is just something you're so much more aware of? Uh, well, I, hmm, here's, here's an interesting question, maybe, potentially. I'm glad we're doing this over Zoom. You were obviously a lot younger when you played hockey, mm. you know, in the first case. First time, yeah, um, yeah. And generally, when we're younger and immortal as we all are uh warming up is what old people do right we don't need to do that never warmed up um so i'm wondering if you feel that the kind of your focus now on how important warming up is before a game 
is that because well now i'm older and i've understood that actually it's really important to do this or do you think it is the influence of things like crossfit and your kind of the the, the sports you've been involved in and knowing mm. that actually it, it doesn't matter how old you are really this is what you should all be doing because th- you know that's how you're going to have good body mechanics and be able to to function properly in the pursuit you're about to do mm. well i have to warm up now because um because I've had so many injuries, <laughs> everything is so stiff and I literally can't just like, I used to just like rock up and play, but now, yeah, has to be a long warm up. And even at CrossFit, when we're doing stuff, um, if it's a five rounds, whatever it is, it takes a couple of rounds to get really into it. And I can quite often find, whereas a lot of people are then flagging, I could easily put more weight on the bar if it's like barbell work because my body sort of seems to get into it more. So, yeah, so, so important, I think. So round one and two are still the warm-up for you. Still the warm-up. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to think how many rounds. It was a four-rounder today, wasn't it? So (laughs) let's not talk about today. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez, no. (laughs) I didn't give a good account of myself today, I have to say. (laughs) You mentioned earlier that you always have – there's, you know, there's always something to learn in CrossFit. There's always something to improve, mm. to get better at. Do you have kind of a, a sort of bucket list of little goals or achievements that you are working towards? That, that the kind oh. of the things that you, that I, I, and I guess we could put that in two categories, things that you're kind of like, I'm so close to this and just a little bit more. And obviously lockdown and gyms being closed and all of that as reset a number of our goals and, and and things that we were maybe trying to achieve but i'm just wondering if you have any kind of little goals and then perhaps even potentially some bigger goals that you may be uh, working towards yeah the big goal would always be a muscle up obviously um whether it will ever happen i don't know i don't know um handstands although i don't know through lockdown i never did any at all i don't know for why um but i was getting fairly good at just holding a handstand and the handstand walk I can't understand why it's so difficult but I really can't do it um but lots of people can't do it and double unders why can I not do double unders? I could do like one in two and as soon as I get like four in a row I get so excited the rope spins so fast and then it all goes to pot so double unders I'd like to get a decent amount of double unders and I know I could do it I don't know how, but I could do it. I've just, I just, I just need practice and to slow down and not get excited. Today really wasn't your day workout-wise, was it? Today was not my day. I didn't, I didn't even attempt a double under today. I can tell you, it was like I couldn't even do the whole minute skipping. But yeah, another day. Well, I think you're right about the um, the warming up because in the warm up we were doing some some like single skips, and I tried a few double unders in the warm up, and I bought a new rope but I bought it during lockdown and then obviously not used it because where Mm. am I? The the only double unders I did throughout the lockdown were for the open. Um, And I used my old rope. And when I looked at my rope afterwards, I realized, well, this is a hundred percent why I don't do double unders like outside at home because it was, you know, not looking in the best of condition after hitting on the concrete for however many double unders I did. So I got this new rope and I tried it on the first of warm-up round 
and could not do anything with it. I was like, oh, no, this is a disaster. So I pulled out my old rope and used that on the second warm up. And it was fine. Um, and it was fine. And then I went back to the new one for the third round and it was fine again. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm. probably it was just i'm not warm <laughs> like this is the problem and i used a new one throughout the workout and actually i think in, in the first round i managed to hit like 50 unbroken was super happy with that and that meant that every other round <laughs> it took me a lot longer to get to 50 which was very yeah. depressing but um but you know good news the rope works so that's fine cool. it's not the rope's fault but double unders is a great one because that's yeah that is an achievable goal, I think. It's so doable, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I don't understand why I can't do it. It's very frustrating, very frustrating, but I'm sure, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there, yeah. for sure. But, but double ends, I was literally speaking about this the other day with somebody, um, oh, plug, on my other podcast, <laughs> Blake Stack Chat, there we go. Um, <laughs> we were talking about this as the fact that it's one of those movements where you've got some people that can you know, knock out muscle ups and snatch whatever weight they want. And, you know, a great at handstand walks and all of that and just cannot get double unders. Double unders. It yeah. just seems to be one of those things that's just for some people always out of reach. Not your case. Cause you've already said you can get a few. Yeah, I can. So, yeah. I can string a few together and I can do one in every other one. Well, we're going to make sure that Shaq's programs more and more double unders in the workouts (laughs) forces you to to master them. With regards to the muscle up, Mm. um, how how close are you to that, or how far a goal (laughs) is that? (laughs) Basically, the question I'm asking is: Have you got pull ups? Yeah, I did. I had pull ups. Yeah, and I had a few kipping pull ups. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, no. But since lockdown, my shoulder's been really playing up. And um, in one of the CrossFit Games things, the close to bath, and I thought, well, that'd be easy. You know, I've got a rack at home. I'll just bang a few out. And I literally just hung from the bar. And that was it. My shoulder was saying, absolutely not. So, um, yeah, that might be a no-go for a, a little while yet. But maybe. That was a, an absolutely devastating workout. Um, yeah, it was. Because I... I as well knocked out my first set of toes to bar really like a big set big mistake because i yeah to get that final one i was just fighting for it um, yeah and and then we did what was it chest to bar pull-ups was the next time you were back on the yeah. on the bar and it took me a good few before i remembered even how to get kind of the kip to yeah get the the, the kind of explosive kip up and uh, that, that's a, another workout that you know if it had been while we would while the gym was open i reckon i'd have enjoyed mm. it no i wouldn't there were thrusters yeah. i wouldn't have enjoyed it <laughs> it would have been horrible anyway who am i trying to kid and my bar is too tall because like, mine's a standard bar so it's like i don't know seven foot high so to get on the bar i had to step off a stool whereas obviously in crossfit they've got my little bar the adjustable bar i call it emma's bar so it's oh love my little bar so I can just dangle, you know, and jump like everyone else onto the bar, <laughs> except it's only five foot from the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's nice that there's a variety of bar heights because, um, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm more or less in the same club as you, Emma. <laughs> I'm. Uh, <laughs> you're, 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 I you're, don't think so. You're one of the few people <laughs> that I can look down on. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So I'm. I'm with you on, on all of this. And and I oh. think when you've mentioned certain movements that you like and you don't like, and you've talked about kind mm. of 
height being a factor. Yeah. I'm, I'm 100% with you on all of this. Yeah. Uh, and rowing for calories that we've been doing a lot of recently, oh. driving me mad. <laughs> Dear God, I'm not built for a rower. <laughs> Brilliant. I suppose a final question that I would ask for you, ask you then is, so you've been doing CrossFit for quite a while now. Uh, and mm-hmm. everybody knows as soon as you start doing CrossFit, you start telling everybody else about CrossFit. Um, yeah. So how many people have you tried to talk into CrossFit? And what is your traditional sales pitch for getting people in? <laughs> You'll love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was talking to the, yeah, the girls at hockey. Um, and most of them are just scared, completely scared, especially if... Um, like on a Wednesday, I could combine hockey training with the weightlifting Wednesdays. Um, and I used to like rock up and I, I said, oh, I ate a bit. I've just done a, I don't know, 100 kilo deadlift or something. And they just used to look at me as though I had like four heads and go, what? Um, but I have, in fact, got Rebecca Price. She um, she was from Cape Hockey. So, um, yeah, and she loves CrossFit too. So she's become a complete convert. So, yeah. I just, I don't know, I tell anyone that wants to listen, but I think I frighten more people than uh, <laughs> than actually persuade them to come. <laughs> yeah, you say, don't you want to be as competitive as me? You want to be yeah, knocking like, over the no, other players like it. I am? Yeah. You've got to start doing CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. I think what will surprise them is when they finally kind of bite the bullet, rock up and try CrossFit and realize that the rest of us are just, like, we're just happy that we made it. Like, well, yeah, we got yeah. to the class. That's a win. And they're like, oh, but Emma gave us the impression that everybody's here to win the workout. No, 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 no. That's just Emma. <laughs> but everyone's good at, that's the thing about CrossFit though, isn't it? It's such a great leveler because everyone will be good at something and it doesn't matter what it is. You know, if you can't lift the weights, you can do the running or, you know, the rowing or the bike. There will be something that even if you've never done it before, you know, you'll pick it up pretty fast and be able to go with it. And yeah. I mean, that's what they say. I'm still waiting to see what that movement will be for me. I'm really excited when we finally find out. But um, but you're right. It is. There is a great leveler in CrossFit. And it and actually it levels it kind of levels itself in multiple ways. So because you've got yeah. things like um, gymnastics versus weightlifting, which is kind of an yeah. obvious sort of leveler. But then even like within weightlifting, you've got people that are just crazy strong, but have kind of maybe poor mobility. And then you've got someone who's got good mobility and therefore quite a good technique for the Olympic lifts, but they're not nearly as strong. But the end product is sort of equaling out because the mobility and the technique is letting them get that weight up in a, in a you know a more efficient yeah. way yeah. versus somebody who's just powering it up. So Man handling it up, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I am also a big fan of the great leveler of CrossFit. So um, mm. okay. we're just, we're like, kindred spirits in one way and absolute extreme opposites in another <laughs> Polar opposites in another. Been an incredibly interesting discussion for me but i mean i i found it quite fascinating you've clearly actually i say all of this and i'm just going to now contradict myself with everything i've probably said up until now you are 100 percent the kind of person that is drawn to crossfit now that i think yeah. about it you know now that I, I was basically reflecting back on everything you'd said to kind of try and wrap stuff up and sum up kind of what you'd mentioned during the episode and then I was thinking oh no she's just somebody who loves like challenging herself 
is very competitive, wants to excel at whatever she does in, in the kind of fitness world. Yeah, you're 100% the kind of person that should go to CrossFit. I'm, I'm the anomaly. I shouldn't be there. You are, the, you are actually, you are the classic, I would say, kind of old school CrossFit mentality. Uh, I think more people now are getting into it for kind of because they've seen the health push. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, is, which is great. And that's really good and really positive. But when you kind of go back through old YouTube videos and you find like the really early days of CrossFit, that is you. <laughs> that's yeah. where you fit, right? Brilliant. Emma, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you. Now, you didn't really want to come on. Not you didn't want to come on. That's not well, true. I was you were nervous. nervous. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously people listening to this, you know, we're going to try and get more and more members on. How was it? You know, it was really enjoyable. And I never thought I'd say that. Never thought I'd say that. So, no, and I didn't really even good. pay you to say that. That's, that's, no. <laughs> you can, though, if you want, you know. Oh, no, that's fine. I've got the soundbite <laughs> now. It's been recorded. <laughs> Always oh, ask dear. for payment in advance, Emma. That's. <laughs> oh, I know. Sucker, see? Very brilliant. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on. I appreciate you making uh, yourself available on a Friday evening. Uh, sun is now setting so what a shame <laughs> time for a beer eh oh not yeah yeah well, <laughs> i don't know i mean this glass that looks like i've been drinking water may in fact be a gin and tonic who knows <laughs> who can say Brilliant. well thank you emma thank you everyone for listening hopefully uh, more and more members are going to come on ideally in an idea what well, i'm going to say it because if i put it out there i have to commit to it so I, I would like that at least once a month minimum, we've kind of got a member on to come in and share their CrossFit experience. So if you want to be that member, let me know. And if you don't want to be that member, it's going to be Lucy because that's who Emma wants. Yay! <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Emma. And thank you everyone for listening and uh, look forward to seeing you all again next week for another episode of the CrossFit Path podcast. <laughs>